This is the final rose tonight. The final rose tonight. The final rose tonight. The final rose tonight. When you're ready. Ladies, Charlie, Jillian, Ashley. It's the final rose tonight. Final rose tonight. This is the final rose tonight. From WDBM East Lansing, this is The Final Rose, your weekly recap of the latest episode of The Bachelor. Welcome back to The Final Rose. I'm your host, Stephanie, and unfortunately, this is our last episode because The Bachelor is now wrapped up. That's it. That's all there's left. So to introduce ourselves, I want to talk about our spring break because we all just got back, and I want to hear what you guys did. I went to Florida, and I stayed with my grandparents. It was a good time. It was interesting. I don't know. It was pretty much what you think that trip would be like. A lot of of dominoes and Farkle. You guys ever played Farkle? Farkle is so fun. It's, it's awesome. And your Great. name? My name is Trent. My name is Trent. <laughs> How are you? Hi, guys. I'm Julian. I went home to St. Louis, St. Louis, Missouri. For those who may not know, I don't know why you wouldn't know, but I've had that question before. I'm from St. Louis. So I went home, hung out with family, friends, played some golf, applied for some jobs because I need one at the end. I mean, if the world's still going by that point, but yeah. Ryan Collins here. Did nothing over break. Went to Planet Fitness. Basically all I did. <laughs> Ryan Rabino was here. I went to Miami. I spent a lot of money. I think I got kind of tan. How do I look? Yeah, you look great. Thank you. You always look good, though, so. Thank you. I spent a lot of money, great weather, played some golf, went to a couple clubs. I like Club Ryan. First Is appearance. that a different person than? Club Rabs? Yeah, there's there's Ryan, <laughs> there's Ryan, there's Rabs, and there's Club Rabs. Club Rabs has been retired. He is never coming back. But <laughs> it was a good run. I uh, went to a heat game. Miami's a blast. It was a good time. Probably the best vacation that I've been on. But by the last day, I was like, time to come home. And I'm glad to be here now. Coronavirus and all. Which I have. Oh, allegedly. No, you don't. Oh, allegedly. I'm Maddie. I went to Boston over spring break to go visit my sister. It was a lot of fun. Did a lot of eating of seafood, just had a good time exploring Boston. And then I went to New York with a couple of my friends, and that was a really good time. Got to go to a Knicks game, so that was cool, and kind of explore New York for like two days. But it was fun. I'm Stephanie, like I said before. I went to New Orleans. It was a lot of fun. I forget how wonderful jazz music is. It's very underrated, in my opinion. But yeah, got to eat lots of good food and just explore a new city and a new place. All right. But while we were on spring break, we the Women Tell All episode aired. Wasn't as eventful as other Women Tell Alls. Snoozer, I will say. Yeah, nothing really big happened. There was just a lot of brushing over of facts. Nothing was really cleared up and nothing was really brought up. Yeah, I always look forward to this episode every year. As I think I have stated before, this is my first time watching this show, like start to finish. But I always watch the Women Tell All with my mom because I thought it was funny. Even with no context. It's just a bunch of girls screaming at each other and Chris Harrison asking dumb questions. I don't know. I think it's funny and entertaining. But this time, not so much. I don't know. No, and then it ends very like somber in a sense because they start talking about bullying and bringing a previous bachelorette on. And that's kind of all there really was to say about it. It was just kind of awkward. It felt like when your teacher yells at you. And yeah. I, I did enjoy the one moment when all the girls were screaming at each other, and oh, then Chris, great. it went on for like 10 seconds, more than that, actually. And then Chris was like, ladies, ladies, please. But yeah, I I, I don't know. This was just bad. This Look back at the season. There were not many memorable moments that were like, 
A, funny, B, all that dramatic, or C, that I cared about. Or memorable, yeah. I yeah. mean, like, I don't know. I remember the champagne thing. But, I, like, what? It's, that's nothing to me. Exactly. It, it's I dead don't know. To me. I, I'd Forgettable. Kinda, I'll remember Kelsey walking over and everyone freaking out about that. And, like, the Alea drama, too, but now yeah. it's long gone. I forgot. I already forgot about the Alea drama, to be completely there honest. There were girls with you. I saw on that uh, Women Tell All that I swear were not on the show. <laughs> <laughs> like, it yeah. just stuck them in. Like, oh, yeah, these people, like, want a sweepstakes and they get to be on the Women Tell All. I would have believed it. Yeah, I, there was that girl who was only on the first episode and then she got out and then. She was like, but I'm still on this stage with you all, so. Yeah, that's, like, like, something you say, though, like, when you're playing, like, I am basketball, and, like, you get clowned by someone who played, like, D3, and they're like, I played D3, like, well, we're still on the same floor now, like, what were you playing, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Good analogy. Yeah, that, <laughs> that, was, that was a terrible analogy. <laughs> oh, okay, I'll give a better one. The in woman tall is always bad, though. In okay, hockey, Rams is going back to the well. No, you're no, gonna no. go where you're comfortable. Come no, on, make I the was, analogy. I was just saying, like in the beer league that I play in now, there's kids that I play with that play D1 college hockey, and they'll like chirp me for not being good, and I'm like, we're literally playing on the same ice right now. That's like, yeah. you don't use that when you get booted off the bachelor on on week one. Like they have to bring you back. It's probably in the contract, right? Yeah, I mean, even though Kelly wasn't there, but she had said some negative things about the producers, so they didn't invite her back. Um, and then we get to meet the new Bachelorette. The new Bachelorette, for those who don't know, is Claire Cowley is her last name, right? And Craw- she, Crawley. Crawley, yeah. yeah. And she was on Juan Pablo season and on two seasons of Bachelor in Paradise and one season of Bachelor Winter Games. What is Bachelor Winter Games? That, it was a thing they did yeah. for like one year. It was, it was for the Olympics. They were like, oh, oh, how can we profit off this? They did like a Winter Games thing where it was people from every international bachelor that they have. So like there were Canadians there and I think there's like an Italian bachelor too and a German bachelor. So they all came together and okay. played games and tried to fall in love. So where is Claire Crawley from? From... The United like, States. She's from. She's, she's from, from America. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I didn't follow. I, I thought you were saying that she was from like. No, she, she was, was on that show. She was on Juan Pablo season. Okay. Which was an American Bachelor, and she was also on the gotcha. Winter Games. Understand? And Bachelor okay. In Paradise. Yeah. Okay, I follow. My bad. But she's a little bit older. She's 38, and so they've been trying to cast people closer to her age range. They sent home a guy who was 25. They're like, "Hey, you can't be on the show." Yeah. So I think it'll be Tough. an interesting angle. That'll be a little bit older guys. I think it'll be interesting. Aren't for they sure. making a, a bachelor for seniors? No, that was what they were asking for. That's why they said seniors. They were asking for people for Claire. That seems a little. <laughs> why? Why would you say wording? seniors? Seniors yeah. to me is fifty-five and up, and you get discounts at movies. I know. So she the wording for that was <laughs> yeah. so no weird. Yeah, that but, is strange. I thought they yeah. were gonna have a new show. That's I, the only I new wish. show. Yeah, the only new show we got is. <laughs> You want Trent wanted to see some seventy-five-year-olds in the. I totally series. did. I, I told not in the I mean, fantasy suites, but <laughs> completely. Shoot your shot, good. old man. Like you're never too old. <laughs> that been great. Go for it. The old man's like, yo, can That's you rub some Ben Gay on my back? Yeah, go <laughs> for it. Anyway, and then it takes like go for ten it, years for them to like waddle up with their walker to get the rose. Well, maybe not back. that old. Maybe like, you know, 50 to 65, somewhere in there. It'd be great. You just make it a race now? You're like, whoever I... can get here faster to this rose. All the games that they do is... <laughs> yeah, everything involves them being old. Which one of you can outlive I think the rest of each other? Oh my goodness. No. It's not roses anymore. It's like life alerts. <laughs> Jesus, dude. That, uh, yeah, whoever has oh, the male. lowest health bill over their life. Shout out old people, though. We're being too hard. Okay, we're we're about we, to lose a few. I, I Am I allowed to go. say that? That's, that was probably bad. I, 
If you go to a nursing home, you can find that there are new. There's new love sprouting all around. So Trent, if you want to see old people fall in love, oh, go hang true. out with them at the my grandpa. I will, I'm yeah. gonna completely this. I should not do this. My grandpa's been married four times, so I've seen it. I've Legend. seen it. I've seen it unfold. <laughs> Shout Legend. out, killer. Wait, what do you mean? You've seen one unfold. This whole thing of old people falling in love. She said, if you want to see that, you know, it's happening all over. I said, I know. My grandpa's, grandpa's been, been married, married four times. Yep, yeah. and now he lives in Arizona. We had wow. this regular customer when I was a waitress yeah. at Bob Evans who was like 94, and he once brought in the two girls he was dating at the same time. Hey, shoot your shot. You that's know, like, insane. More power to you. <laughs> once a pimp, always a pimp. That's how That's how we roll. I do want to say we got a 38-year-old bachelorette before we got another black one. I know. I was upset that yes. Taisha was not picked. It yeah. should have been Taisha. But, but it is I'm what ha- it is. It is what it is. Taisha, da, da. I am happy that it's they're take, trying to put a, a spin class. on it. How are you? Sorry. In honor of Juan Pablo. Oh, ugh, yeah. I didn't mean to cut you off. I completely cut you no, off. No, what no. were you saying? That's okay. I was just saying that I'm glad that they did offer something a little bit different this time, that she is a little bit older. So I thought that was cool of them. But moving into, we are down to two girls. We have Hannah Ann and Madison. And Peter, I think it's time for them to meet the family. So... Peter's family flies in, and he introduces them and talks about where he's at with the relationships with the girls. Yeah, I mean, Peter, I don't know. I don't know what Peter was doing. I didn't love that he brought up the whole, like, issue with Madison thing. It felt like a just, I don't know, I wouldn't bring that up. To my parents. I think it Because especially if you want your parents to like both of the girls equally. It is kind of weird to be like, hey, mom and dad, this is the issue I'm having with my, you know, girlfriend or boyfriend. Like, it's kind of strange that you, I don't know, maybe you're that close with your family that you talk about the issues you have in a relationship, but I wouldn't. Well, clearly they're close. Everyone in his family knows about his sex life and his party life and what he does after hours. But, yeah, it's especially when you you haven't even met the girl, I don't think you should be like, hey, before you even know what her name is, we have issues. Okay, but they did meet Madison once before. But they, they seemingly did. forgot they about yeah, it. Yeah, I think they forgot yeah. all about it. They met that. her, like, right off the bat. She yep. was Rebs, in you their were photos. saying that. She, she, was in, she renewed their vows. I know. I, she was it, there, it seems like her family completely forgot that Madison was literally the first Which person Which they, they actually might have. Considering that they're all a bunch of gorgeous women on this show, and Barbara is crazy, and her white, her husband, excuse me, doesn't seem to know much of anything either. I don't he know. Seems very it's a possibility. Oblivious. Might yeah. have been a big yeah. ope moment. Well, ope. I don't know what ope means. <laughs> you don't know what it's ope like a, means. It's a, it means anything. Yeah, it's like ope. Oh, oh, oh I, didn't I know just. That. <laughs> I like how we're not explaining it well. We're just saying the ope. word over and over. Let's go past you real okay, quick. Okay, well, like, yeah. yeah, it's like a. Oh, sorry, but like you say, ope. But then also, it's like, oh well. Like, oh, yeah, it's that too. Okay, cool. You learn something new every day. Ope. <laughs> but. Hannah Ann is the first girl that gets to meet the family, and Hannah Ann walks in, and she's like, my whole goal is to just to show how much I love Peter to his family. I, oh, I just, I'm just going to say this on and on. I just hate Pete's mom. I had the whole season. She you makes were right. It, she makes it all about herself. She thinks she's yeah. so cool. I don't know. Don't like her. She's I mean, there's a lot to get into with Hannah's, or not Hannah's, with Peter's mom, but I think we should focus on what yeah. Hannah's role in all Hannah this. Ann, I feel like. She did exactly what his family wanted her to do, yep. which was suck Pander. up to them. Pandering. Yeah. Pander to them and just completely 
I don't know, act kind of super, well, just like put on a, like a surface level meeting, be like, hi, what's up? Uh, just be like, I love your family so much. I love your son so much. Just like play to her completely. Yep. And she does talk about like, you know, Pete's mom was like, oh, you guys remind me of when I was young and in love. And thought that was kind of gross. Yeah, gag me. What? Th- that, yeah. was, that was terrible. That was terrible. You didn't like yeah. that? No, you just said it in a very yeah, weird way. Oh, oh, sorry. Yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> I, I, just, I don't know. Maybe I came Not, in a little strong. With yeah. That. Oh, yeah. Gag so me. Different podcast, man. That's a different podcast Trent and I are doing. It's yeah, I soon. guess so, right? What? Coming soon. Yeah. Back to the Hannah Ann. So Hannah Ann also brings up to Peter's dad that, like, I don't know if you believe in love at first sight, but that's how I feel about Peter. Like, we totally fell in love the first moment we saw each other. I got the first impression, Rose. So I wanted to get your guys' thoughts on that or the idea of love and at first sight in general. Hannah Ann redeems herself later on. This is a typical yes. moment where she's just like 23 year old like ditzy like ah I, like i'm so ha- i'm happy to be here you know she pandered to the family i think that hannah ann if you were if the bachelor this season was a cardboard cutout of me hannah ann and i would have fallen in love like cardboard me and hannah ann would have fallen because in love. she wanted to win the show yeah pretty much i the whole love at first sight thing i get having strong emotions for someone when you first see them but, like, I had strong emotions when I first saw Hannah Ann. Am I in love with her? Some would say. Maybe even myself would say. But, <laughs> I. But again, it's just like, you need to get to know someone. You know? You gotta know, I get to know someone. I know. Yeah, it's I know the, what you're saying. I think that's the levels of love. Like, yes, you may, like, fall, like, think you're falling in love with someone or, like, could be drawn to them it's right like away, that. but you're not fully in love with them. Yeah, I think it's like that hindsight bias kind of thing. Like okay. later on you're you're in love with that person and you're like, "Oh yeah, when I met them, I totally saw them as my wife. I totally loved them at first sight." It's just like you'd say that well, after. And some of these girls too, it's like, "Oh, I just don't I can't imagine getting sent home tonight because I will, you know, I love him so much." No, you some of them it's like, "No, you literally just have such a big ego and you've put yourself out there and been on the show that you don't want to get sent home because it's embarrassing." Yeah. Yep. That's yeah. that's how some of them think. I don't know. Yeah. And you like every single one of those girls, so the last thing no, I, no, no, every ahead. single one of these girls is gonna head home and get whoever they want. So Very true. I mean, because they were on the show and because Victoria they put F themselves out there. The country yeah. Singer. She gonna she she can probably get with whoever she wants to get with once she goes home. So Yeah, but they're all yeah, they're all infatuated. Like I think love at first sight is really just infatuation at first sight. Um but all of them are infatuated and they were just infatuated with the idea of like winning the show and him proposing to her to to one of them like that's just because you go in thinking oh i get to beat all of these girls to be the one that peter picks and it's just like you're infatuated with that idea yeah Yeah. the idea that someone chose you specifically and you haven't been rejected all this time but isn't that also kind of the point of marriage that you guys choose each other i I guess but then like i feel like with a reality show it's heightened yeah absolutely it's competition And this is like, yeah, an infatuation of not just being chosen, but being chosen out of all the others yeah. Yeah. versus a like. Compared to all these other beautiful women. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. So Peter talks about how he's torn with his family and then we get to Madison shows up probably the next day and he talks to Madison because they need to talk about their issues. Um, so they readdress the ultimatum, whether it was an ultimatum or not. Um Madison talks about how, like, hey, this is just how 
like I didn't want to make it an ultimatum again. Like I just wanted to show that like our relationship matters to me. And if it mattered to you, you would have maybe acted a little differently. It's kind of how she frames it. Um, and Peter's like, well, yeah, that's unfair. And so they just kind of miscommunicate about all of their emotions, but decide to work through it. And Madison ends up saying that she loves him. Also, like in this moment, Peter keeps trying to kiss her, keeps trying to kiss her. And she's just like, Kind of not having it. I it thought that was so, so cringy. That was so painful to watch. I was just like, Peter, give her her space if she wants it. But like, he's just. Also, the fact that they were fighting about whether or not to be intimate, and then he's trying to kiss her, and she doesn't want to. I mean, I un- like, yeah, I understood. Like, oh yeah, you want to kiss someone after they say that they love you for the first time, but it was just kind of awkward to watch that as she kept on trying to dodge his kisses. This has also just been like. These are the worst interactions. Like, they have an argument, and then, like, they'll pause. Madison's, like, has her head down. He mm-hmm. has his head down. They're paused. Like, there's clearly, they've had a big argument that they're not going to move forward from. And then they just, like, lean in. And he goes, you're a fighter, right? And that solves the argument. Like, it's the dumbest thing I ever. I want like, you to fight the way you knocked your tooth out. And I was yeah. like, dude, oh, yeah. what? what? What is going on? That's kind of cute, though. Yeah, a little bit, but like... I, I, uh, okay, but Madison... Nice touch of bringing back it, yeah, like, it a personal anecdote. Remembered. Yeah, it yeah. was a personal anecdote. I do think Madison was bringing up, like, you know that, like, I clearly care about you. And, and like, that's why I'm here. And that's why the whole, like, you're a fighter thing came up. But it does kind of seem like a mutually, like mutually abusive relationship in a sense. Like you're still stuck in this thing that you both know doesn't seem to seem quite right. I don't know. They were like, we hurt each other so much and, but I love you. And it, it just seems a little funny. Yeah. It's, it's, they have one, I mean, and it, we're going to talk about it later on, but they just have a relationship that clearly isn't going to work. Like the two are just not compatible. But like, I think, I mean, haven't been there, but some people have been there where you're in a relationship where you love that person, but, like, you and that person just aren't matching. But, like, the feelings are still there, and I feel like that's where they're at. I feel like that's how most, I guess if you've been dating for some time, that's how most breakups go. Like, you still care about the person, but, like, it's not. At least that's from my experience. Like, I, you know, you still care about them as a person, and you might, like, say you love them because you care so deeply, but you know that they're not, like, nothing. it's not right anymore. Yeah, you got to be honest with yourself. At some point, I don't know, and Peter seems like the most dishonest to himself person on the show, at least, like more than any of the other girls. I don't know. And it's it's very difficult for Madison to then, after like dealing with this stuff, to go and be her best self in front of her, their family. Like, how are you supposed to just transition to that? And I think she doesn't show her best self because she's, you know, in this sad state. Well, I just think in comparison to Hannah Ann, she's not trying to pander at all to... She's just trying to be honest and real with where she's at, which Peter's family did not like at And all. I, I respected that a, a hell of a lot more, though, because, like, if, you, if you're just going to come in here and, like, blow smoke like Hannah Ann did, kind of... Mm-hmm. And I understand why she was doing that. And again, maybe this goes back to my whole thing with, like, I think Hannah Ann just wanted to win the show. It wasn't so much about her actually falling in love with Peter, even if she did have feelings there. But it's like Hannah Ann came in there just balls to the wall like, I love your son and I really want to get to know you guys and you guys are so fun and this place is awesome. And and then Madison came in and was like honest. She's mm-hmm. like, yeah, there's a lot of differences between me and your son and I'm trying to work through that because that's like a real world problem. And if we're actually going to get engaged, I want to put the effort in to make sure that that works. 
And I don't know. I just didn't feel I, the same intensity from Hannah. Yeah. Granted, it is a reality TV, TV show. We didn't see everything, as Barb pointed out a couple times. Things were cut up differently, and they, they portray it a certain way. But from what we saw, I think Hannah Ann was definitely a little bit more uh, – she, she put on a little bit more yeah, than Madison did. Madison think, was more real. Yeah, I think that maybe, though Madison probably viewed it as, oh, I already met the family. I already, like – really yeah, pandered right. to them before like when i first met them and we had a great meeting then so i can be honest with them now maybe that's how she viewed it and but. i do think that this is a problem with peter's family that they're like well clearly hannah ann is the better option because there's no issues in their relationship and i think that that's like if you're going to like you need to be able to work through things and i think that's a healthy thing to be able to communicate well and like show those steps that maybe if you aren't going to agree on everything, how you're going to deal with that. And the fact that Hannah Ann had the perfect relationship compared to Madison, I think that's hard that they like shamed her almost on that. And that was the whole focus of their meeting. But I did love Madison's conversation with Peter's dad. I thought that was very good in comparison to her conversation with Peter's mom because she was like tearing up saying, I just want the best for your son. And that's all there is to it. Like, and if that's me, then it's me. But if it's not, then I'll be happy for him regardless. But that didn't get come across in her conversation with Peter's mom because Peter's mom kind of just went off and kept talking about her son and how much they're different and how he loves to party and how that might not be like she's like, you can't change my son. He loves to party. How are you going to change that? I do think that that is an important point to bring up that, you know, Peter's brother brings up like, hey, this is your lifestyle. How does that match up with hers? You get off the plane and you go line dancing. How will that be affected? Shout out my dog, Jack. Yeah. I was a big fan of Jack. Because that is that is the real honest truth of it all. Like, Madison has already laid out. She wants someone who is like her father, who is faithful, who is, you know, a man of the church uh, or whatever. And Peter is like, and forget about the whole he goes line dancing when he hops off a plane or he parties late at night. Cause like that doesn't matter. But the fact of the matter is, he's from what we've seen, from what he said, he's not a guy who's like, it's Sunday morning, time to get to church. And that's who Madison is. And like, that's something that to me, unless he is like already partially kind of there, isn't something that just develops for the, and, for, and it's going to develop for the sake of the relationship, not because he wants it. And that's something that's truly, like, different between the two and just, like, not going to work. I do think that was an interesting point that got brought up is, like, are there different levels of faith that compare well or don't compare well? And I think it's more of a, I don't know, because I'm a person of faith. I think, like, your faith levels don't necessarily have to be, like, equal. It's okay to have one be more faith, like, faith-based and religious than the other. But there has to be those core set values of the ideas of this is how I want to live my life. And this is the things I believe in and right and wrong that are more central than the, like, how strong is your faith comparatively to mine? Yeah, and you have to to want a little bit to extend that. Like, I think Peter is just at his faith level, comfortable, I'm going to stay here, this is that. Whereas, you know, he could have that faith level, but maybe, you know, in, instead of line dancing off the plane, you're at a church or you have, you know, there's a Bible study that's going to be at your house. Like, you still have to be comfortable and knowing that Madison is at this other level and you may not be there, but it's a shared, like, I see you and I understand yours. Whereas he was like, okay, yeah, I, I get it. You're more faithful than I am. 
And that was just kind of the end of it. It wasn't like, okay, I think, you know, I can maybe learn from you. Like, I'm here. I may not get to where you are, but I think this is a learning thing that, like, I can take from you being more faithful than I am. Yeah, And something that I think people could pass conjecture on about, like, Madison's lifestyle, but I think that there's a, like, that she could be boring because she's a person of faith, and I hope people don't make that assumption because there are people that are very, like, faithful but also, like, do go go out and go yeah, yeah. party oh, she to some extent. Fun. You know, like, she's yeah. a great TikTok. Her TikTok account's pretty good. They're pretty fun. And slot with the Auburn basketball team. Just yeah. hype. That's great. Yeah. Um, do any of you guys else have thoughts on how the way that Peter's mom addresses things with Madison by calling her out with an ultimatum or She just sucks. I d I can't <laughs> say it enough. I just don't like Pete's mom. She's such a like I she's definitely like She's an I, attention whore. Yeah, she's just so annoying. I just I I just can't stand her. Like I, she's like fun. Like she made for good content. I will say that. But like at the same time, I'm like stop with like the hysterics of you like crying yeah. and like. There's no tears by the like, way. Like when you see when you see Pete come back after like not seeing her for like two days and she. I missed your smile. I was like, dude, it was like a, that was a week <laughs> like, ago. What? Yeah, no. I, like, I, I, take it easy. I agree. Yeah, they were freaking me? out. I will save my piece for the, uh, the final second, the, the finale. Yeah. yeah, I'll get it all out then. Yeah, that's yeah. that's good. Maddie pointed out to me that they kept calling him Bud. Oh my gosh, so, Bud! I call Ooh. people Bud like ironically, but like when I say that's in a friendly way, that it just. But if anyone were to call me Bud, that's like the most condescending thing you can yes. call someone. I feel like it was so yeah. gross. I hate that family. I mean, I call my little brothers Bud sometimes, but they every single sentence it was just like like they would they would have a long pause. They'd be like, "What do you think, Bud?" And yeah, they dude, would just was, add it wherever yeah, they could. It was, it was forced and weird. Hate the brother too. Dude, I kick listen, his ass. I, I hate I, him. Okay, I lo- I hate him. If hate if him. my I think he's brother if my well, really mm-hmm. that's you think oh, he's what interesting better think, looking than Pete. Yes, a thousand percent. First off, stop it, guys. Pete looks better I with a scar disagree, and a beard. Guys. Which is Gosh. unbelievable that someone looks better with the scar and the scruff that he had on his face. Also, Wait, Trent, what were you saying? Sorry, I cut you. I was just, I, I don't remember what I was saying, actually. I think you were saying something about oh, his brother. Oh, I was just going to stand up for his brother. What was his name? Jack. Jack, Jack for a second. Look, I, okay, you can say who cares. Jack I, I, I care. Because here, here's why. <laughs> Jack and Pilot Pete. Yeah, Whatever. Losers. Here's the here's the thing. Bad gene pool. If if my if my <laughs> if my brother brings home a girl, two girls, and he says, I gotta pick one of these, and one of them is nothing like him. I can't even. I, I gave an example on Motown. I'm not gonna do it now because it's just like whatever. It doesn't make sense for the context of this co- with this podcast. But one of them is not compatible. And one of them is like not not necessarily compatible but just seemingly a better option based on how well you know your brother because it is your brother that is your place to step up and say dude go with her now obviously it doesn't mean you have to listen which obviously Pete listened initially but didn't really agree and that's why we were where we at now last night or whatever but i just i, I don't know I, I i will say this on tuesday i agreed with jack less i liked i just liked on monday he's bringing up and verbally asking peter these questions like dude do you really think you can not have sex till marriage? Do you really think you can not go line dancing and not do all these things you do because of her? Because she's going to want you to do those things, and she was very outspoken about it, whereas Hannah Ann wasn't, and I just think that, that I commend the brother for doing those things. I do think it is important 
to phrase them in the form of questions like Jack did. He's not telling him, like, hey, this is what I believe. He's saying, like, what do you think? And making him reflect on the differences that they do have, which is important. But also, something I caught, that Peter definitely hesitated when responding to that question. He was like, uh, yeah, I can yeah, totally yeah, do that. He because yep. he can't. Duh, yeah. and he didn't want to look bad on He's TV. already done it with two other girls. Yeah. Do we know it's both of them? I'm, well, I'm going to say mean, yes. I'd, if you went ahead with one of them, why wouldn't it I'm be hundred hundred percent It's 100% yes for Victoria F. But then you're not just leaving Hannah Ann hanging. So he definitely, he, yeah. That's fair. Um, so Madison's time is up. Madison is very much in her head about their time spent together and just their overall, like, what are the differences? And I think it definitely opened both of their eyes. Um, then we get to the bring her home moment. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, by the way, we've been seeing this clip for, what, four weeks? Yeah. We're finally seeing wrong. what it is. Had it completely wrong well, the you entire were, time. You, I saw you were You of... had a theory, though. You believed in your theory. Yeah, you roasted me. I did. I ripped it. India because you yeah, were not dude. right at all, and yeah, you were very confident. What but... was your theory? It was a long winded. You'd have to, li- you'd have to whole, listen to the. I other thought episode. this whole thing was like was all hell bent on Madison as far as like she was going to be the one to leave, which she did leave. Um, but I thought that the mom was going to want Madison to come back. Yeah. Yeah. Little do we know, she hates Madison. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we boy all. Boy, are thought... my cheeks red. I yeah everyone I saw a lot of tweets about this how people were just like I never in my right mind would have thought she was talking about Hannah Ann like I could have sworn she was talking about anybody but her yeah Hannah B Madison people were throwing all kinds of names out and it was not Hannah yeah in anyone's mind yeah she said after talking with Madison about how like kind of slamming her for her faith she goes I I prayed to God that you would find someone, and she's here, and she's an angel, and it's Hannah Ann. Don't let I go. I so many Don't issues with that. Go. See, okay, the problem, so I want to say the problem for me was not that, you know, his mom had a, a say or an, uh, an opinion on who he picked. The problem was she cries and begs for him to bring her back, because if not just guys is also girls as well but especially as a guy obviously for this scenario if your mom is crying and talking about you bringing one person or even just doing anything and your mom's crying and she's telling you to do something that immediately sways whatever you are going to do because if my mom's crying i will drop everything and do whatever she says (laughs) if my mom's like move to antarctica i'm gone like (laughs) pack my bags yeah so she's like emotionally manipulative but i did love peter's response where he just goes you got to stop doing this and she's like Stop. The way he said it was, he's like, you gotta stop. He's like, mom. He's like, mom, calm down. Like, this has happened before. Uh, yeah. Like, this has happened so many times. He's just like, stop this now. He's like, mom, like, this is fake. I know you're doing this because of the cameras. That's oh, what I'm like, uh-huh. you know I'm emotional. <laughs> I'm crying, Peter. <laughs> that, that does bring up know, the point. Pretty ridiculous. Of, do you think that she should have brought up her feelings and emotions? Do you think she should have said the things that she said to Peter? And if so, to what capacity? Well, you can speak your mind. There's a way to go about doing it. For example, the brother, I come back to it, did it the right way, brought up both girls and just said, dude, look, I quite frankly don't think you're compatible with this one, but it's your decision. Whatever decision you make, I love you. I'm your brother. I will support you, whatever. His mom freaking out, basically bringing, bringing religion into the situation, saying if you pick Hannah Ann, you're, you're, you know, she's an angel on earth. If you pick Madison, she's Satan. 
Like, what, what are you what are you talking about? Which is yeah. so ironic, too. Yeah. She's like, I prayed, and the religious one is not the one for you. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah right. It's like, it's like really? And, yeah, do you just want, like, what do you want for your son to get out of this experience? Because clearly he had his heart broken in the other one. Like, you just want him to pick someone in this one and just kind of move with it because it's smooth sailing and it's a little bit better. They're both beautiful. You want to just pick the easy route? I, I I don't get it. Clearly, clearly your son, as he's saying, you got to stop doing this, likes the other one, has feelings for her. Yeah. Like, it's not a no-brainer. And then she also made it very clear that she was like, if you pick Hannah Ann, we will welcome welcome her with open arms into the family, in, like, in, inferring that Madison would not be. Right. Yeah. Which and then crazy. basically later on in the finale saying he's going to have to fail to succeed. Yeah. If I don't know, that's that to me was like, like kind of the last straw. I do think that like, yes, there is some amount that you should be able to like warn your friends or your family members of something that you do not think is right for them. But there is a point to like, yeah, people are gonna choose their own path, and you need to be supportive of that. And I don't think that saying directly like I think you should choose this person over this person is necessarily your place. I think you can give thoughts and give ideas but i wouldn't come out and say it exactly especially when it comes to your son's happiness don't you want what's best what he thinks is best for him like i just don't get that as like i don't know how any parent would just say that i she is the true villain of the season yeah she shouldn't have cried for it i like you said there's better ways to voice it i also think she could if even if she was like i love hannah ann a whole lot more than i like madison We've been okay with that because that's like even if on a smaller scale, my mom for my college decision, she very much liked other colleges more than she liked Michigan State. But it's like didn't sway my opinion because she didn't cry. She didn't get emotional over it. She was supporting of whatever decision I made. His mom was not supportive. His mom was like, you know, you bring Madison in here. It's a wrap. I'm not cooking food. I'm not talking to her, which is just like that hurts you. It hurts your decision. It's going to hurt Madison and it's going to completely basically swing your thought process because then you're thinking about the ramifications of actually choosing Madison. Or it's going to cause problems with your family. Like, if you go, if he goes the Madison route, well, then maybe you have a broken relationship with your family because you went against what they said, you know? So that's, it's just a bad situation all around. Exactly. Um, but let's move on to Madison's date. And that's actually when she decides that maybe it's time to break up with Peter because they are so different. Yep. And they go to the outback, and all the flies are attacking them as she's trying to tearfully. Funny. Yeah, they kept swatting themselves. I was disappointed in this whole part, mostly because as she realized that they, it wasn't going to work, I wanted her to kind of leave, like Vanessa Hudgens in High School Musical too. I got to go my happen. own way. Yeah, I thought and then that would have like, been great. Like that. I saw people <laughs> tweeting when Madison like left him that uh, Pete was in his Zac Efron bet on it mood. Yeah, and he just goes, what about us? Yeah. What about everything we've been through? <laughs> what about trust? What am I supposed to no, do? No, I never meant to hurt you. You guys are going to kill me. <laughs> right. I'm not slandering High School Musical. I'm wow. just saying I don't know the lyrics, and oh, if you're going to really no. make me sit here through this whole No, we're monologue. not going to do the whole okay, okay. No, no, no. All right, all right. It was just the key parts. The, um, that's just the beginning. So I do think it brings up an interesting point. Like, how many differences is too many when it comes to a relationship? Do you guys have thoughts Well, on? look, Four. that's some... <laughs> I was just thinking of a I was just gonna. Well, what do you what, like in general? Like, is there certain things that you're like, no, we can't be different on this or that, or like, I don't know. Trent, there... what if a girl does not like the lions? What would you like, do? Like, what if she hates them? Bring it. 
What if she's oh, a right, Patriots fan? Right. What if she's a Packers fan? What if she's we'll a Patriots go. fan? Dude, uh, I'm not, major I'm not, cheese head. I'm, listen, I'm not going to lie. Like she goes to bed with the cheese head. I don't on. think I could do it with a Packers fan. I can make it work with a Bears fan or a Viking. I could, I could make it work. I couldn't. I, I'll, I'll be completely honest. I don't think I could do a Packers fan. What about fan. Patriots? If you support the Green Bay Packers, do not even try it with me because you probably won't. <laughs> and again, I'm not even going to try it with you either, so I'm not trying to act like I'm above anybody. I'm, I'm not going to go to you either. So, I don't know. How did we get on this? What do we? So we're talking about oh, different differences. differences. Yeah. And do you think that there are differences from what we can tell from the show? Do you think it is too many, or do you think Madison made the right call in this moment? Uh, Thoughts? I don't Four. know if it was too many differences for them. It seemed like it's there's a diff <laughs> there's differences, and like there's some things you could move past, but then there's other things that's like you're not gonna move past that. Like you're just not gonna move past the part that Pete is not faithful like that he probably can't wait till marriage it's like the same thing of like we go into a relationship one of them says i don't want to have kids i don't ever yeah. want to have kids the other one's like i want to have kids that's a difference it's just not gonna like go away but yeah four is a good number <laughs> <laughs> no look so, I so just... is there do you have them like listed like why four yeah four like yeah, you, you have to be the same height same eye color i like jelly beans i don't number one <laughs> no i i think at the end of the day you know Whatever Pete's whole and his mom's whole spiel about, um, you know, relationships are 50-50. I get that in the sense of you don't ever want to compromise, you know, someone's interests, beliefs, whatever, and take that away from who they are. But at the end of the day, when you're in a relationship, you innately have to give things up to make it work. Like you're not whatever you you live your own life and you have this life that you share with someone else. So in this circumstance, this faith thing for Madison clearly is like the backbone of her whole life. Pete, while it's a part of Pete's life, it's not as big of a part of his life. So for Pete to be someone who's a partier and this line dancing, whatever, like by all means, do what you got to do to each his own. And if Madison's not cool with that, and she's like, I don't want to be with someone who lives this way, then see ya. But if Madison's like, this is what I do, I respect what you do, and I'm okay with it, it's just a case-by-case basis. Like, no one can fault either of these people. I get what Pete's family, where they're coming from. I think it's kind of shallow that this guy doesn't want to be with Madison because he likes line dancing this much. But either way, it's like, whatever. Like, to each his own. This is not going to work between them, as we'll get to, but... Whatever. Fair. Yeah, I just completely gonna... agree with you, Mr. Ryan Eric Rabinowitz. That Thank was you. great. Thank you very much. I do think it was an important point to bring up too is that they talk about how like Madison wants it to be 50-50 and at this point it's like Peter's making all the moves and all the choices and so it was it should be 50-50. It should be like I mean maybe not all the time, but like on average, you know, 50-50 one's going to support the other more at different times it's gonna be it's life it's how it works yeah you just kind of work through things and i think that's something that peter and madison are currently trying to do probably is it gonna work out i don't know i think most would say no but they're gonna they're gonna try it like clearly peter likes her a lot if he's gonna go against his mom on national television when she you know doesn't yeah so it's like yeah barely i know what you're saying but like he ellie he he didn't succumb to her at least that madison totally blindsided peter by what? By breaking By coming, up with him. Oh, Hannah Ann. No, no, like how Madison, Madison broke, up with, broke Peter. up with Peter. Did she blindside him and like just hit him with the oh, we're breaking up? No, because she told him. Now, now here's here's where like for me, whether you agreed with the ultimatum or not, that's what she told him. 
And yeah. that's what she stuck to. She stuck to her word. So, like, I don't think she, I don't think it's a blindside at all. If yeah. anything, it's a slap in the face, and you saw it coming 100 miles away. Like, he told her. He was like, or excuse me, she told him, dude, if you're intimate with these girls, it's, it's hard for me to go on, and we're going to have to go from there. He was intimate with them. They talked. She said, I can't do it. She left. Cool. I, I, I think she was honest. Yeah, and, I think and, it was interesting how she brought up, like, how is life after this going to work? How is it actually going to be? And that's how she wanted to focus their relationship to something that's based in reality when it's, you know, a f- more fictional cause relationship because it's TV. Right. And I did think that Peter's family may have had some influence on her decision and may have just, like, reaffirmed her fears. So... I mean, that couldn't have helped because yeah, I don't. I mean, the whole after. time, the whole time afterwards, she was kind of like, "It's hard for me to be present in this moment." She kept saying that. Yeah, she's like, "Okay, yeah, that's fair." Yeah, I respect that too. Like, if you're not, if you're not, that, don't don't be fake. I hate fake. Like everyone hates fake, right? Don't be fake. Yeah, agreed. Yes. Yeah. C. Si. All right, but Spanish. <laughs> we move on to Hannah Ann's date. She got the whole little baby kangaroos. They that were was, so cute. That was a great part of that the episode. That is my dream. That's your that, dream? For baby kangaroos? Just any. Okay, so I love going to the zoo. I just want to, like, pet all the animals, even okay. though I know you're not supposed to. And yep, so, that's well, definitely the yeah, rule. Do not. <laughs> that's, that's what? You're not supposed to because you might die. Um, no, my one, like. <laughs> you said that like it's an assumption. Like, it's, like you might. Like, who knows? I mean, maybe. But I like, mean, let's <laughs> revisit listen, Harambe. Listen. I don't know. Um, My ridiculous goal of college. <laughs> Thank you. Was to befriend a zoo vet. So if you guys are friends with anyone who is a vet major but wants to work with zoo animals, let me know because I want them to let me into the zoo and pet the animals. The kangaroos were really cute, but then they, They're you so know, cute. they just talk about how Hannah's always there for him. But the big thing that happened was that Peter talked about how honest he wants to be with Hannah Ann, and then he didn't bring up the fact that Madison had just left. And that Hannah Ann was the only one left on the show. Yeah. And Hannah Ann was like, something seems weird about Trash her. bag. Yeah. And she like she Fishy. knew something was wrong and he wouldn't bring it up at all. And I think she did bring up some important points that like, hey, I'm always here for you. Like, how do I know that you're here for me? And obviously he didn't I don't know if he can fully answer that question, but he did a really bad job of even encouraging her. Um, something I had a question about is how does the nighttime section of this normally go? Because it just seemed really awkward. Collins, do you have any thoughts? <laughs> the, like the nighttime? I mean, that was weird that he showed up in like a red sweatshirt. Wait, oh. mine are on part? Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? The nighttime of The nighttime what? part of her uh, like, last, last one-on-one date. date. Yeah, but they don't. I didn't think they had a night. Yes, I didn't think did. so. Yeah, but I didn't think they did before I don't that, like but then even they hung out. I'm being honest. I don't either. They hung I'm out lost. at her little bungalow. Yeah, and she's yeah, like, what, I'm nervous what, for tomorrow, and he never yeah, that's reassured he, her. She had the red sweatshirt on, and she had an orange dress on. Mm, yes. Sure. Yes. Correct. Yes. yes. Uh, yeah, so. I like how you remember the outfits. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know what. It made no sense. It actually made it zero sense. It was ugly. Yeah. Wasn't Wait, that, he had a red sweatshirt, and she had a full-on dress. Yeah. It made zero sense. Very weird. And they but. just hung out and talked. It was, but it was strange yeah. that she's like, I need to hear like, like she needed to hear some reassurance that like, if we're you're going to propose, I feel like you need to assure her that like, hey, I do care about you. And he didn't fully say that he even cared about her. It was very strange. Yeah, the whole that. Uh, I mean, Hannah Ann was down bad. 
she looked bad for a long time in these episodes because it was clear that Pete disliked Madison more. Yeah, like she was the rebound and she didn't know it. Yeah, like rip. <laughs> Sorry, what? Hannah Ann, but she gets a moment. You know what though? I uh, the rebound thing. Uh, okay. Chris Harrison. I'm probably jumping the gun on this. Chris Harrison taking it upon himself to fly out to Auburn and then basically telling her slime ball. The reason she the reason uh yeah. Pete and Hannah Ann aren't together anymore is because he still liked you, which is not entirely true. Obviously that's part of it. Not true. So Yeah. I do think we need to touch on the actual proposal. So Pete asked for permission via FaceTime, which I thought was a little strange. How about his arm angle, too, the entire time that he was FaceTiming? There are so many things wrong with this proposal. Oh, my gosh. First off, Hannah Ann wears this long dress in the dirt. With heels, yeah. Yeah. Her dress is dirty. Yeah, 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 right. Like, you're going to trip and fall. And then that moment we've all been waiting for, and then we learn that Hannah Ann... Chris Harrison just goes, I don't know if she's coming or not. That was a total tease. It was the worst. Well, uh, yeah, Pete was like, I don't know. I feel like I'm going to pass out. Like, dude, what? It's probably because you've been standing in the sun yeah. and you went for a run to start the episode. Yeah, you, you yeah. went for a run. And he's, he, okay, he's a head bob runner. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. He runs and his head oh, kind of yeah. like goes side to side. That's red flag. He was also doing it with no music, it looked like. No headphones. Yeah, oh, like just And you are a psychopath. Through the you're wilderness. you're doing any type of exercise with no, no head. Well, you know what, though? When you're, you're trying a, when to you're avenge a, someone. When the animals like are out thinking. there like that, you probably got to know if something's coming up behind don't you. don't run in it, Australia. Facts. Especially that, in the desert. I have no rebuttal to like, that. Run by the coast, sure, but in the middle of the desert. No, sharks. Question. They could just pop up and like some jaw stuff. That was for the people. That's facts, though. I don't. I don't like open open waters at all. They terrify me. Yeah, going on a cruise sounds kind of scary for me to just look out and see like water. Yeah, you just like stranded. Oh, I love boats. And coronavirus. <laughs> oh my goodness. Anyway, yeah. something I had thought about. How do so the guy comes in with the rings and how do they even go about like Neil picking... Lane? They asked. What they want, and Neil Lane designs it, or he just gives them so a selection. So the girls ask what they want, or Peter no. asks what he thinks that they. Peter would want. will likely either design it. And that's how they've done it in the past. Or Neil Lane really? brings some rings, and they're like, "This one looks pretty," and they choose that one. I thought the ring was ugly. I liked it. I thought it was so ugly, and there was so so many diamonds in it. I thought it was just like so showboaty, and no. I mean, did not with like the it. budget they have. You might as well. And I the guess. shape of it. No. Yeah, the shape was what was what threw me off. That shape was trash. Yeah, it was like a teardrop. Also, or he did need a whole briefcase for that. Yes, he does. He's Neil Lane. <laughs> that was so. My man shows up for one episode. I was like, I got a whole briefcase with one ring in it. No, there was there was four. Was there really four? Yes, okay. but you only get to see one of them. Maybe he picked. It then, That's lame. You know? When when they did for Hannah B's, we got to see all of the choices or most of the choices. I don't know, but I feel like most girls have something sort of in their mind, so it's kind of weird to like pick for them. Yeah. Well, they, without any. I don't like, know how you could do Maybe that. they talked about I them. I could I feel not like you'd pick have a ring to... solo dolo. That is tough. Also, like, what if what, what if you don't like it? Like, that's gotta be awkward. I know because you yeah. can't say it. You can't. You, that's your ring. Like, if that is your ring, you cannot bring that up. I mean, you can. I don't know. I feel know. like maybe you could. But you don't bring it up in the moment, like yeah, after, no, after the fact. That might but be. I one, feel like but... that's also a moment where the face says it all. Yeah, that's true. I think this is, it's, especially for Peter, 
He's a pilot. He's making some good money. I think this is one you take the first ring, wait a couple years, and then go, hey, maybe you should get a new ring, you know? Yeah, let's spice. see. Let's spice this up a yeah. little right, bit. Right, yeah. And then that you get that amazing. second ring. You're like, yo, this this boy hidden. Let me just say, though, my soul left my body when he said Madison took a long pause. I thought he just said the my wrong name. My mom thought that it was like the thing from Friends me with too. Ross at the altar. Yeah. yeah. It seemed yeah. like that. And then he goes, <laughs> Madison left. And he made it seem like Madison left because he told her to leave. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, how do you bring up another girl at your proposal? And mention another girl. <laughs> yeah, like, dude, just proposed to her. I don't know why he was like, like, you don't have to explain. Just clearly, if you propose to her, like, Madison's not here anymore. I don't know why you have to. Yeah, he's that's like, that's like, like me he if was I'm more gonna... in love with her because Madison's already gone. Also, question how, like, I feel like you gotta rehearse and, like, you think about the things you're gonna say, but this boy did not know what he wanted until. He's like, like last um, minute. Do you think you just like threw something together? I, like, gotta say something nice about him. I looked Ann. at my friend who was who was sitting next to me while we were watching it, and I was like, I asked her, I was like, if a guy ever told you you have a beautiful spirit, would you feel anything? And she's like, no, never. Because what does that even mean? I feel like if a you, beautiful if you said spirit soul instead of spirit, maybe. But like, I feel like you could spin that anyway. Yeah, but it also kind of means the same thing in I my opinion. It's like, come on, give, either give material. Word. Wait. compliments or you talk about how great of a person they are you don't don't give me the spirit this soul i think you can this say aura in a casual like if it's just like a normal regular like compliment like oh hey babe you got a beautiful soul rather than it's a proposal i need you to say something a little bit better for a proposal yeah. like, i feel like he, if he followed it up better maybe but he didn't have like a lot of like stepping up to say. Like, don't you, mention uh, an x got a uh beautiful um word starts with an s a spirit one of them things. Yeah, like yeah, like what? I, that's, I, I, I didn't get it either. It seemed really like not together. Yeah, I mean, but I guess I wonder. Like, you might be nervous, so I don't know how together it's gonna. Bringing yeah. up Holy Madison be. was a psycho move. Yeah, that guy, he's just—he's an idiot guy. Like, I—he's just—that's the last thing I would bring up ever. Is just that I like. Oh yeah, by the way, that's—I made the analogy earlier on the Motown Rundown. Shout out Motown Rundown, shameless plug. But that's like if Trent was like, "Hey, I have tickets to a baseball game," and it's between me or Collins to take to the game, and he was just like, "Oh yeah, Collins can't go anymore." So. And I say, like, okay, so but you it's clearly way worse because it's marriage. I don't disagree with that. I don't know if it's way worse than <laughs> Alliance Super Bowl. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Once in a lifetime marriage. Well, anytime. Oh, <laughs> yeah, but at least okay. I don't know. I'm not gonna go through this. Okay. You get where I'm coming from. Yeah, I, f- I, I understand. Feel that. Or maybe you don't. I, don't I, I do. I understand. Okay. Yeah, your sister's right. wedding's coming up. Oh, I was talking about the Lions Super Bowl. How it's oh, I was just once in a lifetime opportunity. When we're gonna see that again. We not we don't know. Well, that's true. Yep. Yep. All right. <laughs> All right. See it yep. When am I gonna once. see my sister's wedding? It's about as in depth we need to go with it with yeah. that. Yeah. So. All right. Anyways, Hannah Ann seems nervous the whole time, and also she doesn't talk until like the very like it's Peter seems to be struggling, and she's like, "Do I just stay silent? Do I say something?" It just seemed weird that she was like, I don't know, quiet. Yeah, a little the whole awkward. A little awkward. Yeah. You know, it was weird. Uh, Peter telling his family and them holding on for dear life, waiting for him to say Hannah Ann. Well, they were all holding screaming hands. Screaming when she found out. And acting, again, like we said before, acting like she hasn't seen him in years when really it's been like a week or something. Yeah, I mean, that's just that's, that's Barb Weber at her finest. By the way, what was she talking about when she said she had DMs? Does oh, she have an account on she Instagram? Said, yeah, she does. She does, and she follows Kelly, and she commented on Kelly's photo saying, let's get lunch sometime. Oh, wow. 
Yeah. How does that make you okay. feel? Not good. Never. Wow. Imagine getting lunch with her. Well, I could not. I will not. That sounds so bad. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, they were freaking out when they said Hannah Ann was chosen. You know, and Peter took so long, he drew it out to say that he picked Hannah Ann. Well, did he pick him? I don't know. But Yeah, that just seems a little slimy that the whole thing is like, well, I picked Hannah Ann. Are they just protecting Peter's ego? Because he really didn't have a choice. Well, they don't know the whole story, though, until later, probably, that Madison left. That's kind of sick, though. Yeah. And then we flash to Hannah Ann, I believe probably in L.A., the first time they've seen each other. In a a month. Which is weird. I mean, you're supposed to say secretive throughout the ending of the show. You can't really see each other, and if you do, it has to be very much behind closed doors, or you go out in disguises, something like that. But, like, if you just were engaged to someone and you refused to see them for a month, like, I get it's the rules, I, but I would still break the rules for that. Yeah, but I don't... Well, that's why they waited a month. I don't think that was, like, them refusing to see each other. Well, yeah, but people, like, go in disguises and make effort to see each other. But, again, she hasn't seen her family in, like, six weeks. She's probably spending some time with her family. I don't know. Anyway, they... It seems like we're missing a big chunk of something that happened when they break up. I was confused for the full, whole first half of it. Well, yeah, because, I mean, yeah. all of a sudden he just drops the bomb, or she does, excuse me, and she's just like, yeah, can't believe you did this to me. We don't know what she's talking about. Yeah. It's just kind of weird. And they make it seem like something happened that we don't see, or right. maybe it's just that Peter has been distant, or he told her that he's not feeling it anymore. Yeah. We don't know. But, again, it's the whole Ari thing all over again, which I was like... I hate hate to see it. It wasn't as bad as Ari. Not as bad as Ari because Ari's he was, was the worst. Mean. He was also like no Ari's was it was... Becca who said like get out of my house. That was that was just the most refused un- most uncomfortable thing I've ever seen on television, ever. Yeah, that's what you okay. All right, all right. I'm not gonna foreshadow any Bachelorette stuff, but you can expect that kind of behavior because these people are actually more mature and it's just a little different. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. That's what you ask for when you put a middle-aged person on there instead of young adults. I did like Hannah Ann. I did like the way she acted in that. She was just like, Peter, why'd you do this to me? You didn't like it, Julian? I know. I loved it. Oh, okay. Took you were shaking her your head. first engagement. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's facts. You took that yeah. away from her. And then I did love when she got in the car and gave him the hand and went, don't talk to me. She does a lot of things right in this episode. Yes. Yes. This is where Hannah Ann redeems herself because the whole season she's like this 23-year-old, like ditzy, like, eh, just happy to be here, whatever. And I think she was speaking some facts. I did appreciate it. I think, again, the the engagement thing is not as deep as like the actual marriage, but the point still stands that you go through that, that whole emotional process just for him to kind of take it away when he wasn't even really serious about it in the first place. But I'm glad she stood up to him. And, like, this whole thing to me kind of comes full circle for Peter as far as how he acts. And his his classic one-liners of, like, I, I felt really good about this or my heart was in two places. Like, dude, like, what do you I, – I don't, like – I fundamentally don't know. Like, wasn't Peter on the show, like, multiple times before this or at least once? Like, Just what, once. Like, like dude, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't feel bad for Peter at all. He's a loser. I, I don't feel bad for him at all. Well, and it's, at it's all. really sh- – like, 
not okay for him to say, like, I was in love with two people and I'm still in love with two people. Like, if you choose to be in a relationship with just one person, you should be just thinking about the one person. You should not be having thoughts of other people. And if you are, like, in a serious manner, you should end the relationship and, like, or, I don't know, just stop just stop doing that. Yeah. Like, is Peter capable of actually loving one person and not in the realm of bachelor bachelor whatever or is it all a game or is he just playing the game i don't get it and then we go to madison and or not madison hannah ann and peter live and hannah just tears him apart perfectly i might add her dress absolutely fantastic first off that's number she one looked, oh, she yeah. looked Great, absolutely dude. amazing Great. then Great. she comes out gives him the sidearm hug and to any guys out there listening, you know what a sidearm hug means. You know what it does to you. Straight up assassin. Killer move. Fantastic. Cardiac Kimba. Step back. Gorgeous. Oof. I do think, like, it's kind of strange that, like, you guys broke up. Like, you're hugging. Like, it's nothing. Well, it's, they I have to know. be cordial. You know, I guess, I she I can't just stare well, I mean, at Yeah, to a, to a degree, hugs. they got to give the people what they want. Yeah. But then they immediately undid that, which is awesome. It's great. I did. You know what? This whole show, I will say this. This entire show, I did not like Hannah Ann because she came off as, like, entitled her whole life. She's just been a gorgeous girl. And she gets what she wants. She's a 23-year-old model, all that stuff, whatever. A lot of respect for her in this last episode. Yeah, yeah. she earned. Changed. She earned it. She finally dropped the act. She did. She yeah. did. For her redemption arc, it was completed. The only part that I hated was, of course, Barb, Peter's mom, uh, just, like, completely, like, clapping for hannah ann and it seems strange like why are you cheering for hannah ann and not your son yeah it was just again barb grow up barb also yeah. something i thought was brought up when we were watching um it constantly is hey, hannah ann saying like just be a man just be a man do you think that is a negative light do you think that peter wasn't you know quote unquote being a man or do you think that is something that first like, of, toxic? I, I will say that uh, i don't know I didn't love that. Uh, Despite everything I just said, sorry, I'm stumbling on my words here. Despite everything I just said about Hannah Ann in the last episode, didn't like that. I don't think you get on a stage in national television and tell a man to his face he's got to learn how to be a man when he's a grown-ass man. Granted, he did do some things, but, like, I just don't don't agree with that. I think there's a better way to go about it. I understand you're trying to have your big, you know, powerful moment, and I don't know. But then again, like to the to play devil's advocate, Pete's a pretty spineless dude. He sat there and took it like a man. What what exactly Whatever. can you ref- refresh my memory on what exactly she was saying be a man for? Like what were the specific things so, that she yeah. said if you want to like have a woman, you need to be a man, right? There were, yeah, yeah, basically that said and before... saying make up your mind. And I think to to me, I think that's I, I don't necessarily like the whole be a man thing, you know, it is what it is, whatever comments you have about that and about, you know, what be a man all means. But at the end of the day, being a man, being a person, you need to like the thing I've always been taught is you need to hold yourself accountable to your decisions and what you do. And Peter this entire time has never just taken it upon himself and said, yeah, that's the decision I made. I I hurt you. I recognize that's that I did that. he never yeah. takes responsibility for his actions. And he always wants to have the other person say, oh, I accept your apology, or I feel your apology. Like, when he's trying to get Hannah Ann back, he's like, Hannah Ann, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, what do you want her to say? Peter, 
I understand where you're coming from. She shouldn't. She doesn't. No. Like, there's no need for her to accept that. And he, he's always needed that validation of someone else liking him rather than him just being able to express how he feels, take responsibility for his decisions, his emotions, and that's something he's failed to do this entire season. Yeah, I think that's that's probably the best way to put it is what Julian just said. Because for me, like, the whole be a man thing, I don't have – I don't take any offense or, like, you know, the whole how we've come as a society of, like, the generalizations of, like, the gender role, like whatever, like – go fly a kite i don't really care but i think the the point being of what julian said was spot on as far as he doesn't ever take responsibility of his actions and understanding the magnitude of the things that he says and he does so um he he's always struck me as someone who he feeds off of people that are so insecure that they just put all of their worth in him and he loves to hear the i love you because he knows it's like is a bird in the hand worth two in the bush like he's he knows he has hannah ann locked down because she's confessed his love for him his parents love it too but it's just ironic because when he tells like victoria f like do you ever fight for anything that you want he doesn't fight like once it all hits the fan he's like oh well like this is just this is who i am this is where i come from i don't have any like it just is what it is when really it's not it is what it is like i think peter if i'm in his shoes as a man it's like yeah hannah ann made a horrible decision sorry about that like that was ridiculous like i understand that you want to walk away like him begging and pleading to me was so sad and i just think at the end of the day the way he treated the situation like he kind of played it with kid gloves which is like you're playing with you're dealing with other people and other people's emotions so i don't know like be like I, but my knee jerk reaction to the way that he handled this season and his relationships was like, dude, like man up, like step up as a man, and that's just like how I was raised as far as how you treat women and treat other people, and I just don't think he did a very good exactly. job of that. And He's I think soft. I'm sorry to cut you off. I'm I was just gonna, gonna go ahead. Oh yeah, you go ahead. I'm sorry. I was gonna say I think that applies to just people and adults as general. Like it's be an adult, take responsibility for your emotions and for your actions, and just own up to it and I think it's not just a thing to like quote-unquote be a man you know and it shouldn't necessarily maybe be placed in that role of like that's what it means to be a man I think it's what it means to be a human like an adult in general yeah and the yeah the small point I was going to say is to what Ryan said the case in point of him telling Victoria to fight for what she wants what she believes in what she loves guess who had to go and get Madison back Chris Chris Harrison Harrison. not yeah exactly which leads us wow. into that segment. Yeah. That was a good segue. Way nice. to go, Julian. Thank you, thank you. It's like you host is... a show or something. <laughs> wow. I host a couple. Yeah. Impact is wow. Hey. Green and White Report. Yeah. <laughs> Shameless plug. Sunday's 11 to 1. Green and White Report. Ryan Rabinowitz, Julian Mitchell, Ryan Collins. Who knows if we do it anymore because we're all dying. The world's ending oh my and we're God. dying. Stop being Occasionally dramatic. me and Maddie get featured on our little text. Yes, you do. Yes. It's great. Anyways, going back to what Julian was saying... Chris Harrison comes and gets Madison. He goes and he plays like matchmaker basically. Why? Not yeah. sure. But he's like, So Madison, how are you doing? And she's like, Well, I haven't been great. Like it's, you know, getting over this breakup. I've been having a real hard time with it. And you can see in the corner of the screen, Barb is rolling her eyes. Yeah. The whole time. That Barb cam. Yeah, dude. I, I, can we can we just like put the Barb stuff to bed? I think we're all on the same page. I, no. To bed. We have so much to talk about with oh. the final part. That's genius. I just want to say. I'm sorry. Trent, all about forget Barb. To... Whatever. That's genius production. A Barb yeah. cam. Are Barb you cam. serious? Production level. Whew. Yeah. No kidding. But it was. It's horrible that she's like. 
rolling her eyes at the way that Madison is dealing with the loss of a, like, it's a breakup, like, whatever. And her, let me speak to the manager haircut. That's new. Mm-mm. Why is my son not playing? <laughs> why, is my son, why does my son not start? He should get more minutes. Oh my goodness. Um, so yeah, basically he convinces her to come back and talk to Peter, and then she meets Peter in L.A. by the pool as he's gazing into the pool. You know, yeah, dude. As like, someone does. What are you doing? Like, uh, well, they said he was expecting Chris Harrison. And then Madison she was watching so a leaf just... a leaf float around. Well, that's in the pool. what I know, that's what they tell him to do. Yeah. They like, look at the pool longingly. Yeah. Ridiculous. Also, like, what do you think about what Chris Harrison said? She's like, Well, did they like break the up the engagement because of me? And he's like, Yeah, hundred percent. Like he's lying to her because we don't know the full story. Like no, it's not but it fully, was it was know, because it was. of her. Yeah, I mean maybe he knows. Uh, this this whole play from Chris Harrison, the guy I have nothing wrong with Chris Harrison. I'm sure this was a, a setup behind the scenes by the producers, but just weird, dude. Like Chris Harrison shows up at your I don't know how close these people get to Chris Harrison, but to show up and then just like to grill her with questions like that, I I don't it's it's just it's again, the show is inorganic. The the nature of the show is very inor- inorganic. This was inorganic as well. Like and I the whole time I'm sitting there thinking like Madison like don't you don't need to be a consolation prize she goes back on everything she just stood up for for the last two weeks She's like oh yeah I'll just whatever I'll take it back I don't know about that I think it is it's a little weird because like she still has feelings for him obviously but she's also trying to be like rational like well where's his head at and that's not something that she brings up that's why they talk and the whole time that she gets brought back and when we see the live studio shoot like you can't. There's no concrete answer of like, are they together? Are they like friends? Like, it's, there's nothing is concrete. And they, Chris Harrison asked that while they're live and says, well, would you consider like dating her again? Like, would you guys consider doing like make, giving this a shot? And Peter has a very like strange response. He's like, well, maybe. Like, he doesn't, well, answer. Didn't Justin Bieber say that he saw Peter at his church with Madison? Did you not see that? No. Oh, oh God. Yeah, I saw that. Why is Justin Bieber jumping in now? <laughs> Look, end of the day for me, my last, my two cents on the whole situation between Madison and Peter, I, I've said this before on the show, he chose someone else. He didn't have to pick Hannah Ann. He could have been like, I, nope, I want Madison. I'm leaving the show. I'm not going to talk to it. He didn't. He chose Hannah Ann. He proposed to her. They were factually engaged. And Madison goes back on everything she's built herself on, the strong woman about I I, I'm going to stick to my to my morals and stick to my guns. No, nope. oh, Peter's not with Hannah Ann anymore. I'm going to just come crawling back. You never do that as a human being. I'm telling all one, two, three, four, five of you right now, <laughs> never. You never. You're never a <laughs> consolation prize. Never settle. Thank you. Seriously. Ridiculous. <laughs> Ridiculous. Well, you know what's kind of ironic about this whole situation is... Peter did this in the same spot. I remember you saying at the start of this, and I yeah. commend you for this. Thank you. I applaud you. Thank you. You said this at the beginning. You tell. You told everyone. You told Final Rose Nation that you're better than a third option. <laughs> yeah. Third. Obviously, exactly. Hannah B coming back. You know, Jed didn't work out. Tyler C didn't work out. Oh, Peter. Oh, he's on the show. Perfect. I'll get <laughs> yeah, some more yeah. airtime. Excellent. Yeah. And I do think that there's a there's a huge difference between like just loving someone and being willing to marry someone. And I think that that is not clearly shown on this show, obviously because it's a show, but also like these are real people's lives. Like 
decide that you're going to make that difference. Like, yes, you don't have to end an engagement. Like, you could have just been, like, dating. You could have whatever. But, like, there is a difference between someone that you may love for a period of time and someone that you are willing to marry. And I think that's what's going to end up with Madison and Peter. They're going to date and they're going to see what life outside of Bachelor Nation is like. You know, it's different. It's different when you don't have the cameras on in real life and you, it's the real world it's and everything. Not, it's not. I mean, it, yeah. it's just not going to work. It ain't going to work. Our whole family hates Madison. I don't. It's yeah, not going to work. Yeah, how are you going to make that work? And I'm sure Sorry, her. I'm, I'm sure her family doesn't like uh, doesn't like Peter or Peter's family very much anymore as well. I hate. The I co-sign. I, hate, I co-sign. I hate Peter's mom so much. Not a fan myself. That's all I have to yeah. say about that. I agree. I, it's, just, <laughs> it's it's just not gonna like I commend them for trying and not trying and just getting engaged. Like I commend them for being like, yo, we'll take things slow. But I do want to to give credit some credit to Madison. She was very much manipulated. Like to already be after a post breakup and then Chris Harrison comes back and like, yo, the reason he broke off his engagement. Was because he's in love with you. Like also, that's some rom com level stuff. That to her, not Chris Harrison. Well, that's how you know it's not true, right there. I don't know. Peter should show. It up is true, indirectly in true. All right, all right. Are we like gonna Hugh get Grant into in a He should have been there, just like I choose you. And choose I would have been like, me. Yo, all right, pick me. Cool. What do you want? Down. What do you want? Yeah. And then she's like, "You had me at hello." And we're just combining movies. Yes. Yeah, we're dude. combining oh, so many Jeremy movies Wyatt. right now. Dude, show me the show money. Show me the money. Shout out Tom Cruise. <laughs> Shout out Cuba Gooding Jr. Yeah. No, so, Cuba's good in that movie. So should we get into now uh, Peter's mom's retaliation? Uh, is it time? Okay. So, yeah. This, is, this whole thing is just horrible. So they're sitting on the couch live in L.A. And... All of a sudden, they're like, Peter's mom, do you have opinions on this? They're potentially getting back together? Ooh. She's mad at Madison because she got no apology after waiting for three hours to meet up with her. Which, to me, half that time was probably because of production, and half that time was probably the actual conversation. So why should... It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, again, I, I don't know. I don't have many thoughts on this. I'm just going to go back to my whole, like, Hannah Ann spiel real quick to re, re uh, rehash that. I just think Hannah Ann was fake. She came in, told them what they wanted to hear, and therefore she was the favorite. Madison was real, came in, whatever, had to have her little conversation beforehand, did what she had to do. But she was a real person and not fake and didn't kiss their ass. I don't That's know. three hours of their lives. They yep. can't get back. Oh, oh my of course goodness. You signed up to be on the show. There's probably a lot of production time for every single one of these. Calm down. Also, they had some serious things to address. Like, how are you supposed to bring someone into meeting your family and not resolve the issues in your relationships or at least talk about them? Like, that goes back to stuff we've talked about before on The Final Rose. Like, you want to sit through a dinner or, like, a meeting of the family pissed off? No. You want to be able to talk about your things first and then address dinner or not? Well, I actually thought it was funny, though, that, like, they generally, you could tell they genuinely didn't like each other. That's, like, that's when I was, like, that's, like, this is good TV. Like, they genuinely, you could tell on, tell on like, Mrs. Weber's face and you tell on Madison's face that she just did not like them. Like, yeah. Point Mad- blank. Yeah, Madison was definitely trying to kill him with kindness, like, yeah. always smiling, but, like, the whole, like, 
people have been saying, bless your heart, that kind of like condescending. Yeah, she's like, yeah, yeah. I don't like you. Yeah. So and get then, out of my face. Like, what do, you, what do you want me to do? Mrs. Weber was the whole rolling of the eyes and scowling the whole time. Also, why are you basically just like, well, something she says is that well, we didn't click immediately like I did with Hannah Ann. Okay, well, you're like, how long, much time have you spent with this person? Right, and again, it's how not much about do you. you truly know yeah. them from like one, two meetings for a couple hours, you know? Like, how are you going to base that off of your whole opinion of them as a person? How are you not going to let your son's significant other into your family? Just, it's ridiculous. What I just because okay, I've I've already we've already talked about Barb so much because she sucks. What mm-hmm. sucks <laughs> the worst about this whole interaction is that Peter sits there, allows it to happen. Dog, I'm sorry, I love my mother, but if my mother's wilding like this on national TV, like literally disrespecting another person who like I claim to love, like I'm sorry, I'm be like, yo, mom, if you don't stop, we're done. Like, you got to say something other than, like, you have to stand up. You got to stop doing this. You got to stop doing this. Yeah, just, yeah, just, mom, right. stop. Yeah. Like, like, you need to get up and be like, yo, mom, chill. Yeah, I know, I know, I agree. That's I agree. That's so embarrassing for him, because even if he doesn't end up with Madison in the end, then nobody else will want to get with him because of his mom, because yeah. she's so hovering. Imagine marrying into that family. And how do you, move, how do you move past uh, that? You can't. And As, then... When they ask Peter's dad his opinion, she whispers to him, say something bad, help me, in Spanish, in Spanish. thinking that no one will understand her. Yeah. Is that what she actually said? That's what she said. Supposedly, yeah. His yeah, dad. Someone, oh, my word. Someone sitting next to her heard her say that, and then wow. they also, like, the mic picked it up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, wow. His dad is my dog. He's my, so oblivious. He looks there like, yo, let me tiptoe this line, like, He's like the whole straddling the fence so hard. Like it's going to be hard to keep going, given the, it's like, okay, dude. Right. He's the pinnacle of, like, does this dress look bad on me? He's like, yeah, mm, well. <laughs> yeah, and then you yeah. got to dig yourself out of the hole. Yeah. And then Peter's mom just drops the whole he has to fail to succeed and everyone gasps like gasps in the audience <laughs> like what wild. and then she says peter's friends and families all know that he's this isn't going to work out in the end and that's what we know that's not going to work out and then madison just goes i have nothing negative to say about peter's Dude, family the thing she's that like, sucks is she's peter's probably family. right like like barbara's probably right that's what stinks about the whole situation but you know but you know, also you don't have respect. to. Yeah. yeah, you don't have to say that. Also, like to fully attack Madison on live TV. Yes, it is wonderful TV to watch, but like to do that to another person when we in women's hall we just talked about bullying. Yeah, I'm sorry, honestly. bullying when you're grown ups. Yeah, cracks me up. I'd just like to read an article from the Washington Post real quick. This is a quote. It says, Peter is an adult who lives with his mother, a woman who knows an awful lot about his sex life. She thinks she knows what's best for a child who seems eager to please her. And the fact that she is quick to make a big scene explains why Peter was quick to forgive Victoria F., which when she would cause drama. It shows why... It shows us why he is drawn to the most women who he keeps at arm's length rather than the ones who profess their love for him, like Hannah Ann. When tears and conflict are how love is modeled for you by your primary caregiver, you develop an anxious attachment style. Peter doesn't need a wife. He needs a therapist. Wow. They slammed him in that. but yeah. That's that big J journalism. I that know. Washington Post level. Oof. Sheesh. Wow. I mean, it makes a lot of sense. Like, it's... I think your family does influence you. 
obviously, because you like grew up with them, and that's oh yeah, that's the only way you know love. Yeah, is from your parents watching their relationship and how they love you. And I do think it's it can be stretched to not just your parents, but like yeah. you know grandparents or like aunts and uncles or like just the family or the role models, I guess, that are in your life. But I don't know if my parents did that on national che- television and just like embarrassed me like that. I feel like it would just be like I'd only see him on Thanksgiving and Christmas. Because imagine like just them tearing you apart like that. Just yeah, it's not it, supportive. It's done. It's yeah. it's a wrap. Something that we also talked about like earlier was that she's like, yeah, Madison wasn't willing to compromise. Not willing to compromise. Like what? So she's not going to give up something that is true, like her true beliefs to sleep with your son? Like why do you – it's just all weird. Yeah. It, what I mean, did Peter give up to be with her? Nothing. Barb is so horny. I just like <laughs> – she is. She cheers more for like – That's her, true. It's so yeah, weird. Like yeah. settle down, Weber yeah. family. Yeah. Take it easy. Because we cannot forget last year's – after the rose when Hannah B dropped that it was four times in the windmill and Hannah's or Peter's mom just went crazy. That's just so embarrassing. Like, yeah, I know that I'd be embarrassed if my mom was like that. Yeah. 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 Well, to end our episode. Oh, hold on. Oh, you have more thoughts. I only wanted to say that Kelly was in the audience for God knows what reason. She looked great. She looked fantastic. Paycheck. That's why she was there. No, paycheck. because they gypped her out of the women's hall, and then they got hate on Brian. But they oh, kept putting the camera her. on her, and then they brought her up. I know. I thought she was involved somehow. Either way, Madison, if it doesn't work out, hit me up. Kelly, if it doesn't work out, hit me up. Kelly's the best girl. About like half Anna the Ann. black girls that got kicked out on like the first episode hit Natasha. me up. Not Natasha. What happened to Natasha? Not Natasha. <laughs> Dude, no, she what happened like, to her? Why wasn't like, she on anything? Oh, they probably have yeah. a choice. Like, why the, Why would I want to show up? Yeah, that's true. She's probably so over it. Fair. She's also old. <laughs> when he picked up the rose, like, nah. Yeah. <laughs> Hannah Ann, yeah. you know where to find me. Does she? Does she? You got to throw it out there. Come on. Although I might have coronavirus. I am <laughs> oh single. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Collins. Okay. All right, all right. <laughs> All right. Wait, what? What? I'm going to give Collins coronavirus. He's staring me. I'm officially scared, by the way. Yeah, it's, it's I'm, okay. I'm kind of scared, too. So your lie. comments but... on Motown are not going to age very well because you were fed up with people. I, getting... I told you I'm getting it now. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Maybe you did. karma from the episode? I'll be fine. Maybe. We'll Who knows? To, we'll have to listen. Anyways, so to end, we wanted to hear you guys' you. favorite parts of being on the final rose mm. with us. And each other, maybe. My favorite part was probably when we went to Burrito Wednesday and came back. That was a good time. Yeah, that was a yes. fun night. We or, all just kind of stuck with it. Or Madison, just I knew Madison was gonna make it to the end. Yeah, from day you did one. Pick so, that. yep. Me being right. Mine was getting to know all of you guys because I didn't know all you guys that well, and so now I feel like I know you guys better, and I would call you my friends. Thank you. <laughs> Wait, you would. <laughs> you, you wouldn't call me a friend? Oh no, you just said you would. Like I might. I, it could happen. I mean, it's something like, that I could do instead of I do maybe. call you my friends. <laughs> I think the first yes, I, I would call you is like I do yeah. call you my friends. Okay. There, there we go. go. That's a good one. Yeah. Um no, yeah, I enjoy being around all of you every night, late night doing this till about eleven PM. Sometimes <laughs> midnight. Sometimes midnight. I really I just I, I enjoy doing things with Ryan Collins and Rabinowitz because Collins ate on a podcast for one, and Rabinowitz, 
is like the funniest he's, yeah, person. Yeah, no, he's the greatest. Yeah. How many differences? Four. Don't laugh at me. One of the funniest ones was the opening to an episode where you're like, you're perfect first date. He's one like, on we one. go from oh Detroit goodness, yeah. to like another place. That was my favorite. Traverse City to, yeah. When he goes to the top. To Paris, the top of, of the, the Eiffel, Eiffel Tower. Tower. <laughs> Unlimited resources. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, I know. I think it's definitely been fun to talk at The Bachelor. I feel like a lot of us don't always interact because we're on different departments or never. So it's fun to get to know you guys as well as actually like talk The Bachelor in a cohesive time period. How about my favorite part? I got skipped. No, oh, you no. Went, <laughs> haven't gone yet. <laughs> go ahead, no, Trent. you didn't get skipped. You just haven't gone yet. I went. Did you go? I said burrito Wednesday. Maybe oh, you guys don't right. even care enough about me. No, I care. Ryan. I, my, I will say my favorite part about this podcast, it is nice to have a platform to talk about The Bachelor and just about venting in general. But I like how we were able to incorporate our own perspectives. Because, look, relationships are tough. Okay? And I get that this show at the end of the day is kind of gimmicky and stupid. But I think the people that listen out there, it's kind of like a therapy session for all of us. Not that we all bring up our problems, but I think that we all bring different perspectives as to how people should deal with relationships and certain things that we see and how those things intertwine. So I'm someone, not that I, I think anyone takes therapeutic sense of what i say ever i do but i i think it was cool to be able to take because we're like all four of us are sports guys you know i think you two have your hand in a lot of different stuff here at impact but to kind of come together and take this different animal on that was this podcast great idea by the way the both of you for starting this it was cool it was cool to take a a different approach to podcasting and offering different opinions other than sports opinions. So it was cool because I think when you talk about relationships, you bring up more things about life and how we go about our lives and with other people. And I think it's important to talk about and have those conversations. And this was a very cool platform to do so. So I will always appreciate that. And I'm, kind of, I'm sad that the podcast is ending. We need to start a life podcast. Julian and I always say yeah, we're going to talk that. about life more because this stuff is this is real stuff. So this was this was awesome. And you know who knows? Maybe we'll be back. For the Bachelorette, maybe Ooh. we'll be back for Bachelor in Paradise in the fall. Bachelor X Games. I mean, you have to Ooh. recruit new people to help you. As yeah. three of us are graduating. Yes. If they goodbye. Let us walk across that stage. Maybe. <laughs> goodbye, Julian. Goodbye, Ryan Rabinowitz. Forever, goodbye, potentially. Steph. Okay. okay. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> <But> I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Stay tuned until this comes back with. Hopefully, Maddie, Collins, and Trent in the near future. And if I'm alive, <laughs> I will be here. <laughs> Collins. Because you didn't graduate. Oh, that's right. Oh, you could do a seance. Have a little Ouija board. Yes. <laughs> right, comes back. We'll do that. Not sure what that word means, but I'm in. <laughs> oh, yeah, we are graduating, Julian and I. That kind of, you are, too. And Steph, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yes. If they let us walk across the stage. Yeah. Give us our diploma. Tune in. We'll just walk across Ryan's porch in his backyard. We'll just yeah. walk across. Perfect. That. Sounds good. Come Same on by. thing. All right. Well, thank you all for listening and being a part of this. Until maybe next time. <laughs> this has been the final rose. Impact 89FM. This has been The Final Rose. Tune in next time for your fix of Bachelor drama. Good night.
not receive a rose, take a moment, say your goodbyes.